Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Don't damn you lost all the shit out of these. I told you. <laughs> Yo, Mike lost <laughs> all the shit out of this. All right, speaking of which, we're going to do a special quarantined episode. Get your face mask ready. Goddamn Chinese flu. Uh, yo, it's funny. This is a joke, right? And people talk about like racist jokes. People, t- people talk about like racist jokes. Uh, I seen one talking about, oh, uh, it's not the coronavirus. Nigga got that Kung flu. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Your laugh just came in all of a sudden. Like. <laughs> Blues, nigga, run it. All right, what's good? It's your boy Terry Blues with my homie Ontario Linville, and this is Bluesville. Welcome to it. All right, man, we back in this thing. Uh, we're doing a little bit different. We're not on the live this week, uh, and um, I know we missed last week, and that was on me. I want to apologize for that. What happened? Uh, what happened? I do, yeah, I do want to explain myself real quick uh, if I can. Uh, here's the thing, right? So, um, I just turned 33 this weekend. Oh, uh, turned 33 Saturday, my birthday. So, um, happy birthday! Thank Hooray. you, thank happy you, thank birthday. you, thank you for every and thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday. I want to shout all y'all out uh, that wished me a happy birthday on social media. Uh, so, thank you for that. Uh, but it was my birthday this past week. I turned 33, and this is a weird age because I feel like I'm, I just entered my mid-30s, right? And I feel like I'm at a, at a weird space in my life of trying to figure some things out. So every time I get in one of those places, uh, I go on this sort of binge of psychedelic drugs to find myself. And that's what I've been doing for the past week. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, I've been on a drug bender for this past week, and I missed last week's episodes. Cause I was hiding, passed out in my goddamn bedroom. <laughs> you called me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to sit this one out, man." And I was gonna, I didn't want to do it without you. You know what I mean? I appreciate the solidarity, man, but I, I will take blame for my fault. Which, which <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie to you, right? So, um, I've been referred to um, as a functional addict. I use uh, substances pretty daily. Um, I think during this quarantine has increased, but I've always been able to like take care of the shit I need to do, which that's why it's important for me to say this here and then like uh, make sure, because uh, I was like, you know, functional addicts, if you're functional, then what's the problem? But when you start missing shit you're supposed to be doing, that's when it becomes a problem. So I was like, ah, man, I'm fucking up. I gotta, gotta mm-hmm. cut this shit out. Uh, but with that being said, this drug bender was pretty good for me. I did have an enjoyable birthday weekend of full of drugs and debaucherous <laughs> sex with white women. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty on brand, right, Mike? Um, but yeah, I wanted to tell you about this, man. So like uh, this weekend was my birthday. Um, and like I said before, I went bit on this fucking fear and loathing in the Las Vegas psychedelic bender. Have you ever used psychedelic drugs before? No, only the only psychedelic I ever used probably was mushrooms. I was like in college. Was, you used mushrooms in college? So, okay, college. so you like, and that was like one time, and I was fucking whoop. It was it was wild, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a wild trip. But I ain't really ever just. But besides that, that's really what it was. And it was funny because man, it's like what happened was <clears throat> that Joker just enhanced everything. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like my vision, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like saying twenty twenty, yeah. My hearing, like somebody. Okay, prime example. Huh? We were watching Friday, and shout out to my homeboy. He about to get married, living in California. I don't want to drop his name because <laughs> his wife probably, his, his fiance probably don't know what he's done in his past. But he was a a Baylor graduate. Mm. <laughs> but and he the one. This new idea was. Yeah. He's like, man. Man, I'm about to graduate, bro. I need to do something before I graduate college. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he was like, 
you should try shrooms. <laughs> I was like, what? I said, shrooms? And he was like, yeah, you should try shrooms. And I was like, all right, man. Let's give it a jump. So here's the thing. Yeah. The funny part about us trying is we went on a journey to get the shrooms. <laughs> that, the journey so, was in finding the so, journey. <laughs> so it it, it's like it could be a movie. Yeah. So we met up with this these uh these rich white guys from Bay Area. They got people that come from everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he was like, "Hey man, let's go out to my house and we can get him like your house." I'm thinking maybe he's talking about his house on campus or something like this. No, we go out to his actual house. Like way out past, like in Walks Hatchet and some little land. I walk, bro, mansion, beautiful. You know how you got like a um. You, I thought I was in the house. Yeah. But that was just the front part of the yard. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like you have a door. You yeah, go through, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, this shit is nice. It's like, come on in the house. Where the fuck am I at? <laughs> like they have a foyer in their house, right? So we get the, we get the shrooms, and he was like, hey man. Don't eat them by yourself, man. Like, eat some chocolate with them or something. <laughs> so he was like, I was like, man, I'm a Reese's guy. Let's get some Reese's. So yeah. we, go to, we go buy a whole pack of Reese's. We taste them. Eat them. He was like, well, we got to do something. We start watching Friday. So we drive back. Keep in mind, we're going to get these son of a guns. Yeah. And it's storming. And keep in mind, I told you he lived out in, like, open land. Yeah, yeah. So we seen lightning bolts hit the fucking ground and shit. And we're like, oh, my God. God, and he didn't stay on like all on thirty off thirty five. It was like some back road. So we get to the crib, hit the shrooms, bro. We stay in the house for about six hours. Didn't leave. It was like we can't go anywhere. We finally leave. Go outside. Somebody must have honked their horn. We thought somebody was shooting out there, bro. It was like that normal sound right there was like. Oh shit! So we was watch. I told you we was watching Friday, bro. Yeah. Like Friday was the funniest it's ever been in my life on shrooms that time. The funniest. I felt like shit was like you look at the walls. They start going into waves and shit. Yeah. It was just like real psychedelic. Yeah. Like, it really wasn't. Like I guess some some people say when you take shrooms, like it's like what you're going through. That's the type. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. That's the type of trip. You're yeah, going yeah, through, yeah. You know? And I was just on some peace. Yeah. A, a peace journey. You know what I mean? I was just chill. Now, on the other hand, my homeboy, he wasn't that chill. He was paranoid. He's like, bro, we can't do anything. We can't, <laughs> we can't go anywhere. I was like, look at this, this is your idea. That's how you had me feeling. Like, oh, my God. I said, bro, you're going to make it noticeable. Yeah. Like, he talking to me going down the steps. And it's a group of people. He was like, Hey, you think they know we took shrooms? Shit, now they do. <laughs> yeah, fucking loud as you are right now. Like, you did not whisper that, sir. <laughs> like, that was the only time that I had did that. And I don't know if I could do it right now. Yeah. Just just because I don't know if I could. It is where I'm at. I mean. In life right now? Like, no, here's the thing. Like, where I'm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I Bro, I, I, it's funny you said that that was the first time you took them was like on a college graduation, kind of what next? Because for me, that's always when I when I do it, it's like those transitional phases or crossroads or turning points in my life. Like first time I did it was college graduation. Then it was when uh, uh, I was entering grad school. It was kind of mm -hmm. uncertain when I was um, in my last year of grad school. Uh, right before my last semester, I couldn't figure out what I wanted my last film to be. So right. me and my homegirl took it, uh, and I came up with my idea for my movie. So it's like always been pivotal moments. And for me, it's like, so like I've always been into, like when I got out of the Army, I went through a really tough place in my life. Uh, mm -hmm. And then me and my partner, shout out to my homie Mel. Shout out to my homie Mel Hollis. Uh, if y'all don't know, he's the artist behind the Bluesville cover. He's done all my artwork. He's he did the Bluesville cover. Dope. He did the Four Color Man podcast cover. Y'all make sure y'all go follow him. Uh, look up Melvin Hollis. Uh, he's the he's the one to kind of put me on to it. Um, and when we did it, it was more like we were researching the um, the psychedelic effects on like post traumatic stress and depression and anxiety mm -hmm. sort of thing, and like how psychedelics can open your mind and change your forms of thinking. Uh, so that's when we were originally getting into it. 
when we did it, that's where we were approaching the approaching right, right. it from, like more of a scientific aspect. And to, for me, it it worked. Mm. Like from me getting out of the army to me now, like I've ex like uh, I mean I think it helped because it it got me to think about some things differently because mm. I was forced to look at myself. Right, 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 right. Right. So like this last time, like uh this so this weekend was my birthday, and uh, I was like, yo, I'm turning thirty three. I'm entering my mid thirties. I wanna, I wanna like, I I need to like re refire my 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 mind or whatever. Mm -hmm. And plus, so like, uh, my girl, she got us an Airbnb down in San Antonio. We spent the weekend down there. It was pretty dope. Uh, got away. So I, I I wanted this weekend to sort of be like a a, a bender of just like I want to fucking do a lot of drugs and I just wanted to fucking like release some shit, man. I felt mm -hmm. that help. So um, shout out to shout out to the plug. I ain't gonna say no names, but I got some really powerful goddamn mushrooms this weekend. And mm. shout out to my homie Mel. Me and my me and my homie Mel popped some, and boy did I have an experience. Hey, so what was your trip like? Holy shit! All right, bro. So so here's the thing, right? So I'll tell you about like the how the day went, like. I already, I got them before I, we went down there. I was like, ooh, I can't, had them in a Ziploc bag. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to take these bitches. I got them. Who I can't wait to pop. Because you know a shroom trip is like six to eight hours. Exactly. So it's an all-day event. So we get down there, like, uh, I hit my homeboy middle of I was like, yo, I'm down here. And he's like, all right, I got some shit to do, but I'm probably link up with you around like two or three. Mm -hmm. All right, bet. So me and my girl, we go walking and, we go find something to eat. We walk for about like two or three hours. We get back to the house. He's He meets us back at the house. Now, mind you, we didn't walk for a few hours. I kind of right. wanted to take a nap, but then I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm excited to take these shrooms. <laughs> Just pop this goddamn bag open, baby. I'm ready to meet the Scotchy. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, we pop them open. And so I get like uh, seven grams. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's a quarter. We split two eights, right? Yeah, yeah. Math, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so we got split two ways. Uh, split in a half, pop them. So we chilling. We just, it's me, my girl, him and his girl. We just chilling there talking. Now, mind you, I've taken shrooms before. Right. <laughs> and the onset is usually slower. Like, I usually sit there and be like, okay, some colors are starting to change. Oh, I can feel this shit kicking in. Right. Uh, all right, boom. Bro, first of all, this shit started kicking in, like, way faster than normal. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? So we sitting there talking, and I'm looking around. Like, we talking, he t we we just chilling. I'm looking around, and, like, some... The walls are slowly, like, waving. Waving. But it's very subtle. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, it's... And I... It's so subtle that I got to look, like... Yeah. Is them shits mm -hmm. moving? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are they? So, like, them shits are... It's like... I was like... He said... He's seen me looking. I'm like, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, these shits is kicking in fast." I was like, "Oh, it's not just me. Okay, these shits is kicking the fuck in." So he's sitting there chilling, man. Like, what? Like, here's my thing. Here's my shroom process. I take them. We'll chill, do whatever, whatever. Once I feel them shit starting to kick in, I want to go outside. I want to experience the fucking world. Mm -hmm. So, like, where we was at, we was, like, close to downtown and, it was, like, by this big-ass bridge, uh, like, yeah. that leads to um, the fucking Riverwalk. So we're walking outside, man. The First of all, it's hot as shit. <laughs> oh, it's, like, 95. Man. We walk outside, the world just looks fucking expanded. <laughs> like, it's, it's the world seems... I look like... I feel like... I feel like um, Woody in Toy Story. Like, I'm a toy in this big-ass world, nigga. Right. So we walking. I'm like, oh, shit. We walked to the bridge. By the time we get to the bridge, we was like, I was like, when I walked outside, I'm like, oh, man, this is cool. And then by the time we get to the bridge, I'm like, nigga, did the sun swallow us up? Nigga, I am melting out in this motherfucker. It's so goddamn hot. Nigga, that shit was so goddamn hot. We sweating. But after a while, it kind of, I got in my mind, and we in fucking, um, the sun was irrelevant at that point. So we sit outside for a while. Him and his girl get to argue, and I'm like, man, oh, y'all niggas gonna fuck my high up. So we go back to the, we go back to the Airbnb. Mm -hmm. 
Now I'm really tripping. It's kicked <laughs> in by this time. Now, mind you, this is probably about a an hour and a half to two hours in. Right. Right. It's kicked up like the buildings are fucking like um I want to say like claymation. If it, it like a yeah, I know something. It feels animated, like not a real world. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Shit like a claymation world. We get back to the crib. We watching TV for a little bit. Uh, and I'm like, no, we weren't watching TV. I was just, we were just fucking, I'm, so I'm in my own mind. I, I come up with all these crazy theories. I don't remember what the fuck I was talking about. But I was like, yo, turn on some music. I got a vibe to something. <laughs> like, I got a vibe, nigga. I'm laying on the floor. I'm like, yo, turn on some music. <laughs> She turns on randomly. I've never listened to these niggas before in my life, but now I am the biggest goddamn fan. Wait, don't turn that shit on. (laughs) 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 No, so I was like, yo, turn on some music. I'm laying on the floor and she turns on. Are you familiar with Black Puma? The Black Pumas? Yes. Yo. Dope. I've never heard them before in my life. She turns it on. She turns on the, it's a live session. It was a video. She turned on the YouTube on the TV and it was the live session of Black Pumas uh, performing Colors in, in studio live session. And she turns it on. I'm laying on the floor with my eyes closed, kind of freaking out mildly. Uh, but she turns it on. And as soon as she turns it on, I hear the music come on. And I'm like, I wake up, I look at the screen. Now mind you, the screen, this nigga like, as I watched the video afterwards, I realized mm. I was tripping. But the video was like some weird digital. This nigga was right. popping out the screen. And the, but the music, I heard it. I was like, yo, what's this? The, if you listen to the song, that shit, I don't know I why the fuck that shit touched me so bad. But nigga, I heard the song. I looked at the video. And it was so trippy. But he's singing about colors. And it was like, I don't, the baseline, all the shit. And I remember, like, in my mind, I was like, yo, turn that shit up. All that came out with my mouth was, could you please increase the volume? (laughs) Just like that, I was like, yo, could you please increase the volume? And that song played, nigga, I laid on the floor, bruh. I laid on the floor as the song was playing, and it, I closed my eyes, and the song took me over, like, as a wave of colors and music wash me away. And that shit washed me into the deepest part of my soul. I am not bullshitting you. This song touched me. So it washed me. Literally, I'm closing my eyes. I'm riding on a wave of sound and color. And it's in my soul. And nigga, like, I'm free falling into Mm -hmm. this shit. I know exactly. And I looked up at my girl and she was like sitting on the couch, just like smiling, but she was like glowing like a fucking Egyptian goddess. I was like, yo. And nigga, this song, it was a point in the guitar solo. Oh, hey. It's a point in that guitar solo where he is killing that shit and I'm laying on the floor and like, nigga, I feel every part of my body in that guitar solo. And it was a point in time where, like, I was free-falling. It just stopped. You know how, like, in um, Avengers, when Thor snaps his finger and everything disappears? It was that. It was like, it hit a point in the song, and I was like, and I just dissipated into the beat. And at that moment right there, Mm -hmm. I jizzed in my pants. It was fucking amazing. (laughs) It was the greatest feeling of all time. It felt like I was one in the universe with this song. Oh my God, that shit was deep as fuck. <laughs> that shit was so deep. And I was like, yo, that shit was amazing. Here's the thing, mm-hmm. right? So I experienced that. We we go through the day. I experienced a whole bunch of other shit. Now about, we took, we popped them up at about three o'clock. At about six o'clock, I'm like, I've been high. I've been way too high. For way too, too long. long. That's what I'm saying. And I need to, this needs to be over soon. And that's the thing. You can't, you can't, you can't do shit it about off. it. You got to ride it out. You can't bro. do shit about it. It's Here's nothing. the thing, right? So this is where they, where they talk, and this made me realize this, and, and it was a lot of things that I felt like I learned this weekend through this. People talk about like good and bad trips, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a point in time, like that, that point where I was listening to that song and it made me 
feel one with the universe and come on myself, that was the best feeling in the world. Uh, about that time, it was like, man, I, we were we were sitting watching Modern Family, and all the people on TV just turned into red demons. Oh shit! And I was freaking the fuck out, and I was like, "Listen, we got to turn off everything in this house, and I got to sit in silence, because because everything is fucking me up right now." So we go upstairs and lay down, and I remember laying down, closing my eyes, and every time I would close my eyes, it would be light. With you ever seen um uh, Spider Man Venom? Yeah, where the the black shit. The uh the OV the uh, yeah the yeah where, where the black shit like does mm-hmm. that shit every time I would close my eyes it kept doing that so I would open them real fast and I thought to myself I was like well highs and lows is highs and lows in life if you got to ride that high you got to accept that low mm-hmm. so I laid there man and I when I closed my eyes everything just like it was a darkness and I don't know if you're familiar with the show Rick and Morty I'm trying to Best way I can explain is to reference TV shows that are mm-hmm. were sort of similar to. There's an episode of Rick and Morty where like uh, Rick and Morty go to the spa and it like detaches them from them to- their toxic selves, and you can see the toxic world and them trying to escape. It was when I closed my eyes, it was like a a, a sea of toxicity, like taking over me. Mm-hmm. It stripped me down, and then I was a child surfing through this river of toxic shit. But like at the end of it, I was like, um, I was at the top of a pile of like what my toxic childhood memories are. And I planted a flag at the top of that shit. For me, I interpreted that as like conquering like the, the negative shit in my life that I had to get past. You went on a trip. Um, yeah, bro. It was a real trip. You went on a real trip. It was a real trip. It took me a while to come down from that shit. Cause see, like, by like eight o'clock, I was like, nigga, is this shit over with? See, that's what I'm saying. I took mine early. Yeah. And since I was with a Baylor student, he had already calculated what time we should be taking it. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, we should take it at this time so it can be off at this time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that I didn't take it late to like where it went into like sleeping out. Yeah, yeah. Cause I don't know how you can sleep. On oh, it's hard, bro. It's hard. Like, that's the catch. I don't you know just gonna you close can... your eyes and imagine weird shit. It's not like, even you gonna fucking want to wake the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, you like, not gonna. It's it's hard, bro. And then it's like you say, if you go to sleep, that's gonna be a fall. Ooh, you gonna fall. It's yeah, man. But um, but but I say this though, like um, I I experienced it. It was an experience, but it also, like I said, taught me some things like as far as dealing with like highs and lows, you got to ride both of those equally. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you're going to accept the praise, you got to accept the criticism. Uh, acceptance. I was like, I can't, I was trying to fight a lot of shit. It was like, nah, bro, you just got to accept it. And it was like, it was like a, a, a calming feel, feeling when I finally like got to that point. You know I mean, it, it, and it should be because it's like, it's epiphany moments, mm-hmm. like where you start seeing a reflection of yourself. Yeah, like that was a deep. That was a. That was a. Actually, if you really want to think about it, if you really want, it was almost like a. Um, it was like a cleansing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where where you you got to see where you can where you if you look if you go this way you can destroy yourself. Bruh, yes. If you go that way you can be successful. So it's like it's almost like a cleansing. Yeah. A spiritual cleansing. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Or not necessarily a spiritual cleansing but a spiritual awakening. So like I've done shrooms before and I I was telling my man I was like, "Yo, these mm-hmm. are the strongest I've done because this one actually took me to like a a real deep place. Other times it was just like, "Oh, I'm See a fucking woman turn into a cat. I seen yeah. these niggas turn into Japanese anime characters. It's cool, but it didn't like but you, put me into a, a, well, a space of like deep thinking. But you got to look at it like this: you wasn't in that mental state of form mm-hmm. either. Because like I say, wherever wherever you at mentally, that's where it's gonna take you. So if you fucked up in the head mentally, yeah. you finna be on you gonna be on some fucked up shit. If you're trying to mature and all this type of shit, you know, you understand. Where it's taking you, your your mind frame is gonna be different on it. I guess it's like you say, it's all about what you um, what you going through at that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how the how the trip is going. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you say, if you if you're in a peaceful place, it's gonna be a peaceful trip. Yeah. But if you're not in a peaceful place, your trip gonna be fucked. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Good and bad trips are based on 
who you are and how you yeah. interpret and take those things, man. But I mean, it's not for everybody. I say be careful, but for me, it it, it was definitely experience. I had fun. Um, I did, I, yeah, I did I, a lot of fucking. Yeah, this yeah I can't too. do it, bro. Yeah. I can't do it right now. I put <laughs> kids out here, bro. Yo, you know it's funny. It's funny you say that. It was a point in time that I was so fucked up. I was laying on the floor looking at. It was the chandelier in the Airbnb that kept. It was like a. It just kept changing sizes. It was talking. It was doing a lot of shit. But I remember laying in the middle of the floor looking at the chandelier, laughing my ass off. Like, yo, I'm 33 years old. I'm laying on the floor of an Airbnb hive tripping balls. I got kids, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) I literally had that thought. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Nigga, that's what I'm trying to tell you, ass. Nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is really wrong with you? You got motherfucking cheering, boy. And you out here fucking with shrooms on an Airbnb in cartel country. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You hustling oh. backwards. All right, you's going to be traffic. Oh, shit. Happen. That's funny. You and your motherfucking vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that was my weekend. Uh, wild trips on uh, hard drugs. Fucking white women. I know that that's not the thing you want to hear a role model say. Uh, but in the words of Charles Barkley, I'm not your role model. Your parents are. There you go. Um, and my kids know I'm just joking. These are all jokes. Uh, Which no, what? My life. <laughs> 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 all right, with the sitcom. <laughs> all right, thank you with the Jay Leno laugh. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 oh shit but yeah man that was my weekend um it was a hell of a birthday thank you all for the birthday wishes uh so that was it man uh before we move into our next session like we say uh make sure you guys know that every king and queen needs their crown royal huh? that is. so make sure you and look at this check this out if you guys don't notice on my face we got the unofficial official crown royal mask yeah. Ah, that shit's fire, right? Boom. Get you some. Shout out to the homie Script. Shout out Skunk in the building. Boom. Uh, C. Walker. Now, we was late starting this episode tonight. Wow. And I know you're hearing this. We was late starting this episode tonight because Script want to monetize, uh, monopolize all the goddamn studio time. Hmm. Just like the white man hmm. taking, trying to kick us out, take all over our hmm. studio time. You allowing this shit, Mike. Uh, <laughs> No more sirens. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, man. Shout out to Crown. Shout out to Skunk. We in here. Make sure you guys visit bluesville.com. Uh, make sure you sign up to our subscription list. Uh, follow us on all social medias. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you stream your uh, stream wherever you stream your podcast platform. Right? Whew. All right. Now, we can get into today's... Subject matters. What do we want to talk about? Damn, man. shit. Are you serious right now? <laughs> well, fucking 45 minutes on that damn shroom story. I was like, oh my God. You like, you went Tyler Perry movie because the scene really never changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I had to get that story out of here. I got to explain well, we it to the audience. We only got enough time for two topics, people. Uh, no, we, that was 20 minutes. We got like 40 at least. We can hit these. No, we got 30, buddy. That was uh, 30 minutes. I thought we weren't doing it live, so we that didn't have time minutes. for It don't matter, man. It don't mean you just get to go long-winded. I was telling a story. We no, talked about shroom trips. You, I had to tell you about my birthday weekend. You went in on that story, and you preached it. Yes, because I wanted to know the importance of the shit. But you preached it, but you never went to verse 2. We ain't got time for that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you stayed you stay, you know, on... For God so love and just sat there. <laughs> oh shit. Um speaking of vanillas, right? Um mm-hmm. so my girl's from Minnesota, right? And I used to live up there for a minute. And I actually uh pretty much started my comedy career up there. Mm-hmm. And my my day job was working in a college up there, and I remember I it spawned one of my first jokes that I did on stage while I was up there, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you can f- you can find this joke on my YouTube channel, Terry Blues TV, uh, under the comedy come up. 
But basically, the premise of the joke was we we I had this diversity training, and they told us like uh, St. Paul, St. Paul, Minneapolis area was top ten in the country for the police killings of black people. Okay. And my joke to that was, where the fuck are they finding so many black people to shoot in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very far hard to find niggas up there. But with that being said, it's funny that I did that joke over two years ago and you see shit like this happen up there all the time. Cause Alt- was Alton Sterling was in Minnesota and now we got, um, what's his name? Got, I might fuck his name up cause I didn't do my research and I'm kind of drunk. Now I did my research, but I'm kind of drunk. Um, Jeffrey, you familiar with the, with the, what the situation is? No, we no, talked no. about this last week. We talked about, which one? Well, we, we didn't talk about co- this one specifically last week. We talked week, about a couple of situations. But this was a new one. So in Minneapolis, there was a situation where police, uh, it was two police officers. One of them was Asian, actually, which was the funny thing. Um, but police officer was restraining this uh, Af- black dude. The guy restra- with the knee on his neck? Yeah, got the knee on yeah. his neck. And held the knee down there as the patrons are saying, like, yo, he's restrained. Let him up. And he stays there with his knee on his neck until he dies. Hmm. Right? He stays on his neck until he fucking dies. The whole time on camera. Yeah, I've seen it. I've been seeing it. Yeah. Now, obviously, this that is nothing. That was in Minneapolis? Yeah, that was in Minneapolis. That was in Minneapolis. Um, and it's and it's funny because that joke was two years ago and it's relative to today. Because, like, I joked about it, but these are... I feel like... One one thing that I feel like one is, I feel like niggas need to. I feel like we as a society got to go back in the house because ever since we opened back up, it's been this shit, mm-hmm. right? You seeing more mass shootings, you seeing more police killings. Like for a few months, it was chill. Nobody mm-hmm. was outside, so nobody can get. Is that our only safety net? No, because the niggas are still killing us in the house. But where we talked about it last week of like how where do we? Where do we go from here? If, if it keeps happening, nigga, like, do we just uh, raise arms? What the fuck did we do at this point? Well, man, this is like an every week thing now. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Um, And like I say, like we say, it's been happening. It's just now people got these phones, man. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I still feel like we still got our backs against the wall, no matter what we do. It, it's to a point where it's, it's, I feel like that. Like, I feel like, well. I really feel that way. Yeah. No. It, and it, it mean, gets to a point where, like, you back into a corner. Some it, It's going to be a point where it's got to be, like. Right. And I'm going to tell you why I feel that way. Yeah. It's like, we've had crimes like this one. Mm-hmm. Plenty. Recently, recent crimes like this. Where unarmed person, unarmed black male, all this type things, and the officer gets off. Mm-hmm. There haven't been too many mm-hmm. that's been convicted. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe one, two, couple. Couple, you know I mean? maybe, yeah, max. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out but of the many times that we see many yeah. times. And you know, this is what really bothers me right here. Some some I seen on social media, some um white guy posted that white people get shot by the police more than black people, which is a true statistic. It's a very true statistic, but... Oh, by but, number, yeah. But by number. Yeah, yeah. But let's throw an asterisk in there for you. Yeah, yeah. Here's the, the gray area in that. How many of those white people get shot unlawfully? Yeah. That's what we're saying. You got you got to be... Because uh, the numbers are there. Oh, oh shit, Mike's doing some producer shit. He's got yeah. the numbers on this motherfucker. Yeah, so blow that up a little bit, Mike. Yeah. So the numbers are there. White people are, are ahead. Yeah. But how many unarmed shootings are there for black people? Well, Death yeah. or result? Yeah. Because, I mean, like you say, white people have more re- results of death by shooting, but most of the time, most of the time, mm-hmm. it's by suicide. Mm-hmm. What, what, what they call what are they oh, oh, I know uh, what you're talking about. 
where they murder. get they do something yeah. murder by the, like I'm gonna point a gun at you for you to you shoot, shoot me for you to kill because I really want I really, you to kill myself exactly like, I really yeah. have no intentions yeah. of killing you yeah but I want I want to die yeah suicide by cops suicide yep. cop it, which is interesting right so here's the thing too right because statistics can be very tricky mm-hmm. right statistics mm-hmm. can be very tricky so when they say more white people are shot by cops. If you say that the black population of America is 13% and whatever the white... more. Yeah, you're supposed to be a higher number. But... Number. But, but by ratio, is very out proportionate. Like you said, white... It takes a lot for a white person to get shot by a okay. cop. I'm glad you pointed that out. <laughs> because it does, man. I see it. You see it all the time. Yeah. They beg for you to... They actually beg to get taken to jail. Like they beg him, like do take, it, bro. Take me to jail and see do what happens, bro. Take me to jail, see what happens. What are you gonna shoot me, bro? Shoot me, bro. I've never, I've never. The only people out here get begged, take that has to be taken to jail. Them First Amendment Act people. Like, hey, you know what you're doing? I want to film this building. You're gonna take me to jail. But some of those guys are assholes. Yeah. Me. Like, like one of those guys had um, had did it recently, but he did it at like the uh. The food stamp office. <laughs> like, in Houston. I saw yeah. it. I was, I was like, motherfucker, it's not time for that shit right now. Like, that motherfuckers is, like, you don't understand how overworked these people are. You yeah. coming in there bullshitting, yeah. trying to prove a point at the wrong fucking time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you know who really get away with that shit? My guy. <laughs> Boy, they be on that shit like, nope. Get him out here, Gary. Yeah, Gary. What are you going to do? That should be funny as fuck. I'm not going to lie. The black dude always sounds so angry on his. Like, he'd be like, no, 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 your amendment. No, fuck that. Dash 6431 says this. White guy be over there killing his ass. No, no. Do what you got to do. Take me to jail. Go ahead. I bet you won't. I'm not going anywhere. Get your sergeant. Get your sergeant. Matter of fact, where's Captain? Tell tell him Gary's out here. <laughs> then they start name dropping on your ass. Listen, hey, listen here, buddy. I play golf yo, when they with start, Captain Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Like, like <laughs> tell Captain Gary I'm out here. They know me. They know me. When they hit you with that, they know me shit. Hey, chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, hey, they seen me before. Hey, look me up. Can I get some ID? No, you fucking can't. They just saying it, rude motherfucker. No, the fuck you can't get any ID. Oh shit, bro. That's the thing, man. Like I like that. We don't have that same Yeah, we don't have that same (laughs) we don't have that same relationship with the police officers as as white people do. Right. But back to your number, what you said. That's Uh, what I was about to say. Oh yeah. Back to your number. Like you said that we was talking about that thirteen percent. Yeah. But yet our number's still close. Closer than it should be. Exactly. Yeah. So that really makes the majority. Yeah, yeah. Like when you when you break that perspective down, if we're at if we're at that if we're much lo- lower than you in percentage, mm. but our number is that close to you, that means you're killing off more than us. than you're killing off of them. Look at the look at the look at the look at the um, population of the prison system. Right. right exactly. If, if 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 blacks and Mexicans are the lowest uh, percentage of the population. But the highest percentage of the prison population, what does that tell you? Does that tell you black and brown people do more crime? No. No. Because if people do crime across the board equally, if there's more white people in the world and and law enforcement was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Enforced the same way across all communities. Mm-hmm then obviously white people should have the higher population in the prison system, right? But no. Police officers protect white neighborhoods but serve black neighborhoods. Oh, that makes sense. You get what I'm saying? Hey, it makes good sense. Segue to a good good thing, too. Keep talking. Mike, Mike, can you do me a favor? Can you cue up the, uh, the white woman and the dog video? See if you can... The white woman and the dog. You know what I'm talking about. The white woman called choking the dog. Uh, And what's the fuck is this bitch's name? This bitch got a name. I can't Uh, think of it. I don't know her name. Amy Cooper is a racist. Yeah. That bitch. All right. There we go. Which, 
which is my point that I was leading to earlier about like the relationship police have with black communities and white communities. Because this bitch right here. Right. That's what I was going to say. Can you play that sound through there? Is it possible? We can add it in post since we're not live, right? Let's watch it. We can add it in post. Oh, it won't play in the headphones? Look at that damn dog. <laughs> she choking the fuck out of that dog. Dog like, bitch. That's why you said that. Yo, but and and that's the fucking this bitch. I I wish they so we could talk about the Karens of the fucking world, right? Right. And Karens, we it's not just white women. It's it's people who do this type of shit, right? Right. They use the police as a fucking customer service rep. Time is a white woman. (laughs) High percentage chance it's a white woman. Yeah, Uh, but this bitch. But you did you hear the language that this bitch is using what, did, as yeah. a dog whistle? Yeah, but did you pun intended? <laughs> but did you hear how she set it up though? That's she, what I'm saying. She told him what she was gonna do, how she was gonna act, and everything, and did it precisely. Like I on cue, like turned it on. I was like, oh shit. Like, I'm dangerous. going to call the police and tell them my African American man just threatened me. And I'm gonna act historical <laughs> and I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. The dog even was tripping like, like bitch you talking to me, bitch. <laughs> Hey, bitch, call the police so they take your ass to jail. For real. (laughs) But you know what was funny about this? This is what I thought was funny about this, right? So we see this all the time. Yeah. Fucking white women like Karen calling police on niggas for no apparent reason just because this bitch feels entitled to whatever the fuck she feels entitled to. You know what? Let me back up a little bit because I want to tell this side story. I had an argument with a woman, and that woman's name is Hope. And... (laughs) I know she listens to this show. So when she listens to the show, I hope she comments when I say this. But we had a discussion about the Me Too movement. We always debate about she just comes at me with random shit to just be combative for some reason. But she we were talking about like um the Me Too stuff, like sexual assaults or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh I was I said something about like false false accusations. And she was like, yeah, that only happens like 1% of the time. And I was like, wow. White guys, maybe. Here's the thing. When you talk about false accusations, right, Mm -hmm. and you see guys get off for sexual assault, what do they look like? What have you ever seen a nigga get off for, for being accused of sexually assaulting a bitch? Not too many black guys. And then most of the time, that was good. once a black guy gets off, he didn't really serve 20 years. Exactly. And that's pretty much a rape sentence. Yeah, he didn't already. So, <laughs> fuck, like, that, so, shit, that shit doesn't, like, when you talk about false term. accusations, yeah, a high fucking percentage. And once you when it s- comes to niggas. Here's the thing. Once you serve 20 years of a rape sentence, even if you acquitted, people still go remember you as a rapist. Yes, that's the that's the yeah. fucked up part yeah. about that. It's like you, it's like you can't get your life back after that. No, shit. you only way you get that shit back if they exonerate you right then and there. Yeah, and then when the fuck is that gonna happen? Exactly, not for us. No, so that's so. But the thing is, like them using for one using nine one one as a sort of like a that, that's that's like no pussy, that's equivalent bro. to saying like sicking the dogs and the hoes literally on you. Like you know what I mean? Like. I'm calling 911 because I'm a white woman and I know if I say that a black man did this in a hysterical voice, your ass is in trouble cuz that is those are my tools of control. But those are the trigger words. Exactly. Those are the blackmail, blackmail, blackmail. And you huh. know you have to put black male. You can't put black woman. They're going to take their time. You put black male? Oh, we got one. Oh, we when, got one. You put a black male and describe him like me <laughs> with dreads. 
Oh, motherfucker, that's a, that's a point two uh, second call. Oh, right he's, a, he's a monster. He's, get him out of here. Uh, he would chuck the shit out of you. Um, as soon as they see me, they come to fuck here. What the fuck, bro? Bro, that shit is... I, I, I tell you, like, we deal with profiling so much. I remember, I ain't gonna say the, the club, that, I don't give a fuck, I said. I was, I tried to go to a bar here one time. Mm-hmm. And dude gave me every excuse to not let me in the bar here. Mm-hmm. You know me. You know I don't sag. So the first thing he was like, when I came up, he was like, hey, uh, pull your, he said, man, pull your pants up a little bit. The fuck? Pull my pants up a little bit. First of all, I'm grown. I feel like I know what club you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But fuck yeah. them niggas, I ain't going to yeah. give them no shine. No, me, they ain't going to name drop. <laughs> so he was like, pull your pants up, man. I was like, pull my pants up. Ain't never on my pants. He was like, man, they a little baggy or whatever. Then he was like, hey, man, you can't have ripped jeans. I said, but you just let somebody in with joggers in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That was totally opposite color to me. With sweats on. Yeah. Athletic shoes. Yeah. All this shit. I got everything you need to get in there. I got a polo shirt on. Like, I'm trying to just conservative than the fuck. You know black man put a polo shirt on. He really trying to be conservative. Yeah. He go, I was like, I don't know, man, what the dress code is. I'm going to put the polo shirt on. They can't turn me down with that. Shit. They'll find every rule. I remember one time I was living in Austin. And sometimes they do the reverse. Mm. Like if you were the white guy, they'll fuck with the white guy and not fuck with you. Like, prime example, I guess I had everything apart. They didn't want to fuck with me, mm. so they fucked with him. So they was like, say, man, y'all can't get in, man, because your partner, he got on white shoes. <laughs> white shoes. Yeah, this is when Air Force Ones was popping. Yeah. And this guy wasn't no... White guy, this dude was from fucking Missouri. Yeah, ain't no white guy from Missouri acting tough like they 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 about this motherfucker had his masters and was selling cars. <laughs> he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. He yeah. was just accomplishing shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they they would just do like silly shit like that. Oh, and one thing about a white guy, when they read through your ass, and they got a black friend, they got they feel like they have to stand up for you. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's like that bullshit. Motherfucker, I came in there last week with these fucking shoes on. It's my bro, isn't it? It's my bro, isn't it? Guess what? He name dropped too. Go get Gary. Yeah. Tell him Todd's down here. You see about this shit. I said, bro, we ain't, I don't want to go in here. If the bouncer like that, who else? Everybody in there like that, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, hey, bro, you don't have to defend that for me. Yeah. I don't want to go in there. Because they then everybody in there is like that's going in there is probably like that. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, so therefore, if they're giving me a hard time, that means there ain't gonna be nobody in there like me. Fuck them niggas. I don't want boy. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. I, I didn't give a fuck. They just lost money. I yeah. was about to go drink. Exactly. You know what I mean? So drinking. Exactly. Because I, I don't. Yeah. That, I think what the problem is, they know that when a black guy goes in the bar, that's when reverse psychology comes. He does not have to buy any fucking drinks. You know what I mean? White girls be buying me a drink, boy. Just be like, oh, let me get you a drink. Fuck no. <laughs> feel like you about to be Okazi me. No. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to let it happen. Uh, hey. But I've had the same experience. Yeah. Like going to, uh, going to a club with a group of white people and like, I'll tell this real quick because like I went with, a, I went, this is when I was in Minnesota. I went with a, to a bar with a group of white people. We were all smoking beforehand. All mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm the last one in. Now, mind you, there's no other black people in this line as we waiting. Mm-hmm. I see. Actually, there's one other person. He was like way behind us. Right. But they all go in. All he does is check ID. Boom. Y'all go in. Nope. No pat down. Nothing. Boom. Check ID. Now the line was longer beforehand, so I'm seeing him do this to everybody. Nobody got pat down. Mm-hmm. ID in. ID in. ID in. Now everybody I'm with goes in. My girl right in front of me, ID, she walks past him. She's waiting on me. I show him my ID. He's like, I'm going to need to pull you to the side. I'm like, huh? I'm like, uh, all right. He's like, well, I'm going to need to pat you down. Um, all right. <laughs> Pass me down. I'm like, 
And I walk to the, like, I'm going in. He's like, well, um, I, I, I smell a strong odor of marijuana from, uh, from you, so I can't let you in. Bitch ass nigga, I just see, and and it's funny because my the white dude that I was with knew the same thing, knew the guy in the club, and but they had already went in. My girl's like, "Yo, you want me to go get?" Him? I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not coming in this motherfucker. Fuck mm-hmm. these niggas." Mm-hmm. And so he comes out. He's like, "Hey, you can't get in." I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm ready to go." He's like, "No, no, no, wait, wait." So he goes in, gets I guess uh, one of the managers or whatever. Mm-hmm. They come out. And they like, no, 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 it's okay. You can come in. I'm like, nah, I'm good. We can go. I'm not coming in here. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all niggas, man. I'm not going to come in here where, like, I'm obviously not welcome. welcome. I don't want to be here. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the amount of white mm-hmm. bitches in here. I'm not coming in. No, I'm not going. Fuck y'all niggas. I'm not going to give y'all I'm niggas going across shit. the street where they playing Montel Jordan and it's a plethora <laughs> of white bitches. Now what? Cause nigga, once this is how we do, it comes on, bitch. Uh, they hear, this is how we do it. Uh, oh, they be uh, that bitch. Uh, hey. This is how we <laughs> do it. Well, that shit come on. Oh, it's going down in this motherfucker. <laughs> it's Friday night, <laughs> and I'm here. All right. Oh shit! Shit! I turned into a straight white woman. Niggas start dancing just like they because they got that drunk dance. Oh, nobody dances better than a drunk ass white woman because they do this fucking cool ass snake move. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, bitches. <laughs> oh, that's just funny. And I... why every time females get drunk, they forget all their homegirls' names? Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, what are you doing? Bitch, stop. Oh, shit. And they said it so many different levels. You hear angry bitch? Bitch. 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 <laughs> bitch, he wants you. <laughs> bitch. Bitch, did you get it, bitch? <laughs> no, I'm, bitch. <laughs> I'm about to go knock this bitch out to keep looking at me. Then they respond like, bitch, don't do that. <laughs> bitch, don't hit her. <laughs> we got to get this drunk ass bitch home. Bitch, I'm not drunk, bitch. I'm just a little tipsy, bitch. <laughs> Not drunk on Tizzy, bitch. Right? Oh, Man. shit. You get on my nerves. Oh, actually, that's a good segue. Because speaking of uh, drunk racist bitches, uh, <laughs> are you familiar with Doja Cat? Mm-hmm. I heard you was telling me about Okay, okay. So we was talking about uh, white woman and police brutality and drunk bitches. That right. led into this. Not but, a tractor. But <laughs> this got me thinking about this, right? <laughs> so, um... So Doja Cat is an artist. What the fuck are you looking up? Talking trucks? It's a Doja Cat. (laughs) It's a Doja Cat. Yep. That's what I said. That's what I said. I don't think that's what we're looking for. (laughs) D-O-J-A-C-A-T. Two words. (laughs) That's funny. I pulled up some goddamn bulldozers. He pulled up a bobcat. Yeah. So Doja Cat is a female artist. uh, Pop. I just say pop. Female pop artist um, who kind of went viral after she made that Moo song, which what, was a what, funny song. What song? It's I called don't know Moo. Who she is. Um, but so she's a she's a pop artist, right? She's biracial. Now she's recently come under fire because she one was uh, they exposed that she was in like Tiny Chats and alt right group, like uh. It's a chat. It's a chat for like alt right, like them really conservative right wing. Right, right, right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, like borderline Nazis, two Nazi kind of propaganda kind of guys. Gotcha. So she's in those chat rooms, and she claims she was drunk when she was doing it in those chat rooms. You know, on some, you know, reverse dominatrix. I want to be what they refer to as race play. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's mm-hmm. where like. Um, you want to be sexually degraded by your race. Like, as a, as a black dude, if I was, which I'm not this type of black dude that fucks white women, but if I was the type to be like, oh, I want you to call me a, a nigga when, you, when we fucking, like, you know what I'm saying? Degrade me racially. It's people that get off on that. So they that was one thing that we're, she was doing. We're going to come back to that. That was that, that that particular Put a pin in that. Yeah, put a pin right in there. that. That Go was ahead. one thing she was doing. So they, they got on her ass about that. 
But she also made a song. So, well, in addition, she's she's been known to be deflect about her black side or like hating her hair or like referring to herself as white and not really fucking with the black side of her, like some awesome self-hatred type shit. She also made a song called Didn't Do Nothing, right? I learned this because I was like, what the fuck does that? I didn't understand that. I just learned this. Apparently that that is a, a racial slur. Yep. And it's a racial slur used by alt-right conservatives to refer to people who have black people who have been shot or abused by police. Because you know the reference of like, oh, uh, oh, he got shot by the police. I bet he didn't do nothing. It's it's about them claiming their innocence. Yeah. So them them making fun of black people. Basically what what it boils down to is them feeling like every black person feels like they're innocent. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause he, now that you think about it, like have you ever heard like um, when you watch these prison store, these prison like movies, uh-uh. or even in a movie, like this shit brings back a lot of shit full circle. And I've only heard him say it to the black inmates. Mm. They be like, "Man, I'm innocent. I haven't heard that before." Mm-mm. Like you always hear, yeah, like, yeah, "Man, yeah. I'm innocent. I didn't do anything." Man, haven't I heard that before? Yeah, yeah. It's, I it's didn't no, do it. It's no benefit of the doubt for us. No, you're guilty. No. Until proven innocent. That usually doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, I, I have our own, my own thoughts about our, excuse me, justice system. Um, Uncle Rucker said it right. Hang that nigga. <laughs> that's how they be. Don't trust that them new nigga niggas over there. <laughs> Look at them. Smelling like lemon juice and pledge. Oh, I love the smell of white people. <laughs> they love it. Y'all it. disturbing these good white folks. That nigga say sucking up all the air with your big nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing too, like I, 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 I looked up this. Well, I looked up this term. Well, I was reading on Twitter. I like that's offensive. I looked it up. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't fucking know this for one. But then I listened to the song. The song didn't come off as offensive to me because I when haven't I heard it. I, I mean, it's an all right song, but like people are in the uproar more about the title, which to me, if I when I when you listen to the song, it feels like more like if we use nigga in rap songs or use nigga in our everyday conversation, it just felt like oh, this was a flip on something that was taken as a negative, right? But she in herself has been known to to be like a sort of an Uncle Ruckus. Right. Like a female Uncle Ruckus. Like that self-hate type of thing. Doja. Yeah, Doja Cat. This bitch is... Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I fucked with that Moose song just because I thought it was funny. And she was thick as hell shaking her ass in there, but... What was I mean, the name was, of that song again? What, Didn't Do Nothing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like D-I-N-D-U. Yeah. Yeah, and it got the words on that motherfucker and everything, too. Um... But my point is, is like uh, uh, um, the whole concept of like, I think it goes back to what we were talking about last week, man. You know what I'm saying? Like us having to stand up for ourselves against the powers that be, mm-hmm. the powers that be constantly getting at us and backing right. us into a corner. Mm-hmm. And then also weeding out those of us who aren't about us. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's real right there. You like, know what I mean? People don't understand that because at the end of the day, black people will feel like they need a flunky all the time. For some apparent reason. I don't know why. We need a, if we if we if we thought like the the three hundred soldiers did, mm-hmm. oh bro. We'll be so cold. You know, they got rid of their weakness. Yeah. Like gotta people eat, don't people gotta eat the babies. People don't understand the history of like like the real true history of the, the Spartans, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like they were a strong they did you not know they didn't even drink? They didn't even go like we wouldn't have been Spartans. Fuck no. They didn't they didn't believe in being under the influence and shit. None of that shit because it took because they felt like if anything threw them off, somebody could do something to them. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't who they were supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, no, fuck so, that. 
Like that shit. Remember on the movie 300? Yeah. When they examined the babies and shit? That shit is real. Yeah. They actually examined the babies at birth. Motherfucker like got a defect. They throw his ass right off a cliff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just like that. Like, nope. <clears throat> and, my, and, and the thing about it, the mama don't even trip. Because the mom looking for glad, like yeah, we got gladiators. Get your retarded ass, ass, ass up out yeah, here, dude, nigga. Got Down syndrome with no vaccinations. Get him off of the cliff. Do you know how bad that is? <laughs> and I think, remember, they kind of had, they kind of had like a Down syndrome kid that was on there, and he threw his ass. I can, I can hold my cliff, man. <laughs> I can hold my Bitch shit. Bitch gave birth to Quasimodo. Got to throw that motherfucker off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly, he, su- he survived. But that, sure, that, that surely lets me know how fucking dumb Leonidas was. Because you know how much strength those kids got? Bruh! Like, you I would have been fuck? collecting those Down Syndrome kids. Nigga, them niggas is strong as fuck. You know how much you'd have took? You'd have took the Persians out like this. <laughs> So, I really These feel like he's ransacking the shit out of Cersei's. Yeah, yeah, it's like, all right. <laughs> like, fuck us. <laughs> you motherfuckers with a new technology. <laughs> you was throwing some good kids away, boy. Because you know autistic kids is way smarter than us. <laughs> hey, throwing good kids away, bro. Hey, we got we to gotta be real about this shit, man. Here's the thing, and this may be uh, off kilter, whatever. But what the fuck are we raising awareness for for autism? Like, either these niggas is normal or they're you people that are saying, like, oh, we got to raise awareness for autism. Why? Like, either they're either you're going to treat them like regular people or you're going to treat them like that special ed. A lot of people with autism are just regular ass people who are assholes. Only uh, like a lot of people. But here's the thing. It's when you get the um, it's not just the autism. It's when you get autism and other things mixed with it. Like you get gumbos, like you get autism, schizophrenia, and all those. Oh yeah, that's too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you know fucked I mean? up. That's when like the, the low functioning niggas. Like I understand, but, like, but most of autistic, yeah. autistic people, like high funk. They, yeah, they, a lot of them work for Dale. Yeah, them motherfuckers are superheroes. Like a lot of my students, I when I was in, I was yeah. work for fucking Dale. Yeah, like and this they motherfucker get, got no social skills, but can count to like, a thousand have, in binary. I had one though. He had, he was schizophrenic. Yeah, like, but he ain't gonna work for Dale. Yeah, nope, <laughs> nope, not Dale. He turned up every fucking thing in there. You hear, see, so you frustrated on the computer, that motherfucker come on. Ah. You're like, what the fuck did he just do? How you fix that shit? He be pasting on your ass like, ah. Right. Hey, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, bro, this song gets fucked up. Yo. I actually was looking at the lyrics. The lyrics? The are, it was, I think for, okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at his reverse psychology, bro. It's subliminal. I, I get what she was going with it. I feel like smoke all your cannabis. You cannot handle it. She, you gotta she's tweet awesome. Instagram. Camera flick, bitch. You was edited. Swear y'all remember this. Swear y'all remember this. Cameraless. Fuck taking pitch. What's wrong with this vibe? What the hell? Might as well be. This chick is on some other shit. It's wild, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, man, we'll 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 talk about that on a separate one. But we'll we got to end this now. We've been going for too long. Uh, what we talk about today? So, uh, if you have a chance and you are open minded, try some psychedelics. It'll change your life. Yeah, if you, I mean, if that's your thing. Yeah, yeah, that's your if, thing. If, oh, if, I'm looking at the if, wrong goddamn. If phone. church, if church make you psychedelic, go to church. Bruh, it's really about whatever you find your spiritual awakening in. Yeah. Go do that. Go do that, man, because half to see, to get the Holy Spirit like some of y'all get it, that's some psychedelic shit. <laughs> so, real talk, bro. And that's on some real shit. To yeah, you get to the spirit like that. That's on some different type shit, bro. Yeah. Just open up wherever so, yeah. your spirituality it's is. It's just y'all don't want to use that word. Y'all want to call it something else. Holy Spirit, but it's really very psychedelic. <laughs> uh... We talked about psychedelics. We touched on bitches choking dogs. White ladies calling police on niggas while they choking dogs. And y'all mad at Mike Vick. Um, we, we talked about the brother from Minneapolis. Yep. Shout out um, R.I.P. What was his name? Damn his it. Name. We got to get his name. We got to put some respect on his Hold name. On. We got to put some respect on his name. 
girl that slept with Drake. <laughs> Jimmy Sheffield? No, that's, that's not player. That's not <laughs> <laughs> Did you just really call his man Jimmy Sheffield? Uh, I'm, oh, fuck it up. Oh, George, sorry, George Floyd. George Floyd. What did I say, Gary Sheffield the first time? Yeah, baseball player. No, that, that was wrong. Yeah. George Floyd, R.I.P. <laughs> George Floyd. Yeah, you, oh yeah, R.I.P. George Floyd. Without, uh, without the clown horns. I heard he was actually <laughs> <laughs> he was actually from Texas that was up in Minneapolis for work, man. Yeah, so man, R.I.P. Man, that could be it. Prayers to your days. family too, man. So R.I.P. George, R.I.P. George Floyd. Fuck you, Amy Cooper. Yeah, that's the white bitch in the park. And I pray that your dog gets a better owner. Yeah. Uh, they should, yeah, somebody should, what's the equivalent to dog CPS on a bitch? DPS. Dog Protective Services. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's funny because, like. It's amazing. It's amazing she didn't like black people or kind of laws on black people, but her dog had an afro. <laughs> well, the funny thing She had the same afro as the dude that does the trees. What canceled her was actually choking the dog and not calling the laws on black people. Um, so yeah. fuck you, Amy Cooper. Um, and Animals are not ours. Okay. PCTA. And we got to get, <laughs> I, I'm not with cancel culture, but you know I mean, I'm not with the, the self-hatred. So the whole Doja Cat thing is weird to me. I want to hear what you guys got to say about that. Leave that in the comments. What you think about that? That racism. We got to come together, man. It's a lot. I feel like since the world opened back up, it's been the, the, the negative shit kind of been multiplied. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's been multiplying, man. Shit, man. I see a fight every two seconds, man. Even in the lockdown, it's like, man, what are we doing, people? Yeah, come together. Just keep that, that social distance, man. I'm telling you, man. Like, if it's a war kicking off, we need to get all these motherfuckers that been fighting on social media and let them go over there and see if they really want to fight. Yeah, I don't want none of that. Trust me. Real talk, bro. <laughs> like, all the shit talkers, all these motherfuckers, man. They're talking about, nigga, I got these heat. I got this. Let the government give you some guns. <laughs> Take your motherfucking ass over there and pop off them things and then go live when you do it like you do over here. <laughs> How about that? Oh, shit, man. But, yeah, we you done. making us look bad. Talks about all that. Uh, yeah, man. So, like I said, leave those notes in the comments if you got a question for us. If you comment want to comment about anything we talked about. We want to hear your feedback, man. We love hearing from the audience members. We really do. Because that gives us a, let us know that y'all are one, listening, and two, uh, interacting with us, man. So shout out to y'all. Uh, make sure that you go to bluesville.com, sign up for our subscription list. Make sure you subscribe to us on whatever your favorite podcast streaming platform is. We're on all of them, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, the rest. Um, and on YouTube. And, yeah, subscribe to our mailing list. Bluesville.com, RogueMedia.com. Uh, yeah, yeah. Boom. Low-key sponsored by Crown. Every king and queen. Needs its crown, that is. Well, all right. That's I think that's all the things that we're contractually yeah, obligated yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. Let's all right, it. so we're going to wrap yeah. it. And this is your boy, Terry Blues, with my homie. I'm Ontario Linville. And this is Bluesville. And we out. Peace. Blues, nigga, run it. This has been Globe Media Network Podcast.